not a matter of if, but when a crisis could rock your world. I'm Rashini Rajkumar, crisis strategist, licensed attorney, and host of The Crisis Files. In each case file, we explore a real-world dilemma or ripped-from-the-headlines crisis. My crisis squad and I are here to find solutions. We also feature thought leaders who are solving crises from the inside. Everywhere you look, people are jumping on board, or really, on a court, to play pickleball. Fun, social, a moderate-intensity workout, pickleball has something for everyone. Would you believe it also may help slow some of the worst medical conditions, such as Alzheimer's? We're here to get into all things pickle with the founder and CEO of Lifetime. When Bahram Akrati started the first location in the Twin Cities Metro in 1992, I'm guessing he might not have imagined that he was reshaping more than one industry. Bahram is also an avid pickleballer. He's here to dive into the case file I call Pickleball and Brains. Bahram, first of all, for people who have not heard of pickleball or have never played it, what is this game? It's an interesting game. You can think about it different ways. I've heard people say tennis and ping pong had a baby and this is pickleball. But it really started as a fun event for a couple of families out in the West Coast in the 1960s. They you know, hit it with some paddles, you know, et cetera. And they had a dog named Pickle would go pick up the ball, bring it back. So there was pickleball initiated at that time. Pretty much nobody knowing what it is. I didn't know anything. It was pretty about, under the radar. Under the while. radar for many, many, many years. Then finally, about three, four years ago, this started sort of picking up. I kept hearing about it and I would have no interest to get involved. My imagination was this is for old people, you know, dinking the ball, you know, back and forth slowly. And then, uh, of course, I had to some people in some of our clubs, you know, taping the tennis courts marked to play pickleball. And I was frustrated with the look of that for a lifetime. You know, it wasn't the right way of doing pickleball or tennis. Because tennis has a much bigger court than pickleball. Oh, yeah. But then some of my people, credit to them, they kept saying, hey, you got to do this, you got to do this. And I just kept ignoring. Finally, we decided to put four courts in one club on one tennis court, four courts in another club on one tennis court so they would not have the tape on my tennis court. <laughs> and then I got roped into playing one Sunday, and it was a game changer for me. Once I played it for a couple hours, I saw something incredibly vast. I saw the potential of the sport to be broad, huge range from you being able to step on the court with no training, nothing, Somebody give a paddle in your hand and you can go proceed, move and have fun to watching the most incredible athletes playing this game, doubles or single, and the movement that it can generate. So I decided to really get behind it. We had a unique opportunity with all the tennis courts we had, with all the basketball courts we had. We could ramp up to about 500 pickleball courts across the country in a nationwide form, very quickly, and we did. So you have the real estate. Yeah, and we are building at a very rapid pace. Look, right now, I have locations on the Sun Belt where we're putting in 18 and 16 and 12 outdoor pickleball courts, in addition to all the indoors that we're still building. 
my expectation is roughly about 700 courts by end of this year. End of 2023. And 1,000 courts by end of 2024. Right. So you have the real estate. Now that you're playing yourself, you've really seen the fun of it, the camaraderie of it. It is such a social sport. Our statistics show that less than a quarter of U.S. adults get enough physical activity, and that percentage just decreases with age. 50% of people quit exercising six months after they get started. Picklers defy those stats, though. It's such a social sport. Do you think that's why? You have to really think about exercise. In a way, it sounds like work. Pickleball is entertainment. So when you can create an opportunity to make entertainment and exercise merge, the probability of staying with it dramatically increases. And so when I started Lifetime, my vision was to build a entertaining environment. So people wanted to go in, not a you know, sweat box, where you feel like you have to go in. This has been my vision since 40 years back. To change that mantra to, I wanna live, I wanna be happy, I wanna be healthy, I wanna have fun, I wanna meet people, and can I do it all at the same time? Can it be natural rather than forced? Pickleball does that. It's a really interesting sport because, you know, as I play tennis, to find someone who matches my tennis game exactly it's really hard. The default is call a tennis pro, book an hour, hit with a tennis pro, and of course you could maybe get one hour of tennis every other week on average. Not enough. Pickleball, I can play six, seven, eight hours a week. I can always pick up a great game. It's an amazing, amazing sport that allows people to get in so easily. Now you can play with your 10-year-old kid, you can play with your 80-year-old grandpa. I mean, it's just really a fun sport. Well, and it sounds like you can play with people who are at different levels from you, and still all of you get a workout, you have some fun, and it's a positive endeavor all around. Absolutely. Now, you don't have to, of course, for a competitive game, you want people closer to your level. But for a fun game, you can play with somebody any level. You can have a fun game in tennis unless they are at your level. That's true. You can have a very miserable game. And I want to tell you, I love tennis. And you're not stopping tennis. You're just embracing pickleball in such a way. we're doing both. Let me just take a moment to say, wow, before we get into some of the kind of more serious edges of pickleball, could you have ever imagined that that's what you were starting back in 1992? Like to have the place for racket sports, I I mean, by multiple multipliers? Yeah, part of it. Yes, and part of it, no. When I started Lifetime, I always planned to have a large impact company. I didn't in, intend, I didn't form the company as an S-Corp. I built a C-Corp, which basically tells you you want a large company from day one. However, getting into tennis was sort of opportunistic uh, when I was able to take over the Northwest Racket Clubs. In and the then, Twin Cities In area. Twin Cities. And then once we did that, I sort of made a commitment that we're going to do it right as we do with anything else. My model in my head and what I tell any young person if they ask my advice for business is if you're going to do it, do it right. Go after extraordinary. Don't be ordinary. 
there's, there's too much ordinary. There is a lot of ordinary out there. Well, congratulations on that. The more serious topic connected with pickleball and a big reason why I wanted you on The Crisis Files is there is some science behind how it could actually be helpful, how it might slow the progression of Alzheimer's, dementia, how it really can help with so many other diseases as we think about this sport being a moderate aerobic activity. So, I mean, anytime you're getting exercise, you're doing good things for your body. But talk about that a little bit, this high-end-eye coordination in pickleball, the neuromuscular coordination, all of these things help possibly. I mean, could we say there might be a cure here for Alzheimer's? So I don't know that it's a cure for it. I want to be clear. I think there are numerous studies and articles that they've been done over years regarding lifelong tennis players. It's no different than pickleball, really, in fact, because what is happening is that your brain has to continue to develop more synapses as you follow a ball 3D in space, right? And you're chasing that ball, staying focused on that ball, and then moving your feet, hand-eye coordination to get to where you have to hit that ball. So these studies have been done, statistics with the people who have played tennis long-term, they have much lower cases of dementia or Alzheimer's, and they've gone through the science behind it. So pickleball is not dissimilar. It's similar from that standpoint. The beauty of pickleball is that it's just so much easier to get into. And actually, this is interesting. In the last year or two, the tennis participation has gone up almost 20%. So I actually believe pickleball ultimately will even help tennis significantly. And it does it two different ways. It allows the tennis clubs have a second form of life by having some pickleball courts. And then it also brings people into this racket sport. And some of the people may at some point want to go from pickleball to tennis, particularly the younger generation. The people who are 25, 30 years old, 40 years old, who would have never started playing tennis, have started playing pickleball, but then they can go and move from pickleball to tennis as well. So I think it's a really good thing. Baram, another thing I love about pickleball is it's so open and accessible. Young, old, people in wheelchairs. I mean, you can play this sport. It is so accessible for many people. Get into that a little bit. The only thing that you can really compare it to is a game of tennis, right? A game of tennis, if you bring somebody on board, uh, you have to teach them how to move their feet. If you don't move your feet, if you don't do the tennis shuffle correctly, you can't actually cover the court. Then it's the you know movement of keeping your eye on the ball, which is similar in every every racket sport. And then you have to you know move the arm, etc. So it's three, four, five steps that you have to kind of sequentially improve before you can actually hit the ball or really play a game and have fun. Now, if you imagine weeks and weeks and weeks of work, and then many people just don't have the enthusiasm to stay with that. Well, the patience, really. The patience to do it if they want to have fun. Whereas pickleball, you can meet someone, say, hey, want to play? Yeah. Have you played? No. We'll get on the court, give them a paddle, and give them five minutes, 10 minutes of instruction, and you can start playing. And they can start having fun. Now, they can have fun, and they can improve slowly or fast, while their whole time is social, they have fun. 
social and take things at their own pace. Now, I was just yesterday in Las Vegas. My friend Andre Agassi and I, I called him. We got together, played pickleball. I can never play tennis with Andre. <laughs> I mean, he can hit the ball. I'll, I'll literally never see the ball coming and going. But I can get on the court and we can play pickleball together pretty equally. So it's pretty awesome. I think that just epitomizes how accessible this sport is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, it really is such a great equalizer. Well, some statistics that we found, more than 38,000 indoor and outdoor courts in the U.S., or you can make your own. What would you say to someone out there right now? They've heard this. You're obviously enthusiastic about it. I'm enthusiastic about pickleball. I love the health side of this. That's what really jazzes me up. But let's say you've got someone out there. They still say, Faram, I just don't think I can do this. What do you say to them? So I can tell you anyone can do it. Like I see people who are like literally 80 some years old. They look like they're not moving, walking easily. And they get on the court and they move and they move better and faster than when they're just walking. It is amazing. It really is the most accessible sport. And I love the fact that I see people from all parts of the world, every part of the world. It's the most uniting sport I have seen in decades. I love it. Well, that's a mic drop moment, so we're going to end it there. Thank you, Bahram Akradi, for your enthusiasm and insights. Hear more from Bahram every month in his column for Experience Life magazine, a lifetime publication that's both in print and online. Today's crisis brief is dedicated to all our loved ones lost to Alzheimer's and dementia. Number one. Because pickleball can be played year-round and by any physical ability, it is one of the most accessible and accepting physical activities. Number two, pickleball is entertainment. When exercise merges with fun, you're more likely to stick with it. Grab a paddle. Number three, of course, you can play pickleball at a lifetime near you. You can also enter your zip code into the court locator on the USA Pickleball Association's website. Please rate and review The Crisis Files on your platform of choice so others can listen for crisis prevention information. Catch up on all case files at thecrisisfiles.com for the show archive plus special videos. Subscribe to our YouTube page on thecrisisfiles.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at The Crisis Files. We do not provide legal, financial, medical, or PR advice for particular situations, but strongly recommend you seek professionals to help with your specific need. I'm Roshini Rajkumar. Join me next time on The Crisis Files.